Yeah, man. What's up, my good people? It's your boy, Mr. Real Live. And yes, you are in the penthouse suite. This is Real Talk with Real Live. I do greatly appreciate all of you joining me tonight. So, without no further ado, let's get right off into it. Know what I'm talking about? So, uh, yeah, man. To my ladies. Ladies. Ladies, 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 all you beautiful, beautiful queens. Ah, uh, how thou missed you. Here go my thing for you. What is your favorite dish to cook? Hmm? What do you like to eat? Do you know what your man likes to eat? Do you know what his favorite dish is for him, for you to cook him? Let's talk about it. You know, fellas, my men, my guys, you feel me? I want to talk to us about something serious today. And it's not about relationship. It's actually about something different. And that is investing in the stock market. You know, I said all that about the latest because now nah, I'm really playing. It's not about the latest today. It's about the gentleman. Um, I want to talk about, you know, investing into the stock market and buying in, and buying real estate, you know, um, I'm discussing this matter because it is a very uh, serious matter and it's something that all of us as men, as black men, as young black men should really look into. Um, so without any further ado, uh, once again, welcome to the Real Live Penthouse Suite. This is Real Talk with Real Live. And um, you know the routine. In a few seconds, there's either going to be a theme song or there will be an ad. You feel me? Kick your feedback and let's get into it. Relato. Today, fellas, um, this is for us. You know, welcome to the Skybox because we in the Skybox in the penthouse suite. You know, that's my man cave up here in the penthouse, you dig? So just follow me. But... Get your scotches in order, get your whiskers in order, Hennessy Cavazier. Uh, if you like tequila, go ahead and get you some tequila, get you a nice, very, very nice cigar. Real nice cigar. We go talk some business here. Now, here we go. Um, I'm coming to you today about real estate, uh, investing in the stock market, and also entrepreneurship. Normally, in my intro, I talk about everything I'm going to talk about, but today... Uh, I actually forgot about entrepreneurship. Um, I'm actually going to speak on entrepreneurship first because I am in the process of becoming and establishing myself as an entrepreneur. Okay. Why? Entrepreneurship, business ownership, it's that sense of power, right? It's the sense of being able to control your own destiny, you know. Um, many of the better entrepreneurs that we see as young black men are, for the most part, athletes or entertainers, be it rappers or actors, you know, um, football players, for the most part. There are more basketball players who are entrepreneurs than some football players, Right. Now, football players are really not getting off into it because they are really trying to maximize their money, right? Most football players just got hit up to make investments in, into other companies and they got burned, i.e. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> like, no disrespect to Lonzo. 
it's fucked up that Lonzo going through what he going through, but he was burned, you know, by someone. Man took $1.5 million from him. That is very messed up. So, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is owning your own business, becoming a business owner, whether big or small, a uh, small business or corporation. Um, and throughout this series, throughout time, I plan on giving different tools and different ideas and different and my own commentary on how to start entrepreneurship. But first things first is this. It's a brief, brief overview, excuse me. When you decide, when you pinpoint, when you decide what that you are going to uh, establish business, number one, you must you must figure out what it is that you would like to do, right? We have we have all types of ideas. We have all types of um, of skills. Uh, we have all types of talents, you know, intangibles, attributes, everything of that nature, right? <clears throat> we have to harness all that and put it into a lane, not a box, but a lane. Why do we put it in a lane? Rivers flow in lanes, if a river if a river were to flow throughout the world we would be flooded so what do we do we build canals and we funnel the water to a canal cuz one lane joins with another lane joins with another lane and it forms a gulf you know or it forms a river so why did i say that me for instance the thing that started me towards business ownership, pardon me, was I wanted to, pardon me again, I, my, my main objective was to go into the hospitality and food service industry. I wanted to own hotels and own restaurants. I went to Las Vegas when I was in the eighth grade. I saw these beautiful hotels and I wanted that. Right? Had a name for it and everything. So, what I did over time, I went through high school, went through college. Well, my first, my freshman year in college. I knew I wanted to own business, but I was good at music at the time as well. Here's how that is going to tie in. In music, I was a vocal performer. And I had some performance in uh, instrument performing. I played the drum. So, I like playing the drums, but I like singing more. Because I, I, I found that I could do that. Um, so, keep in mind, in the 8th grade, I still wanted to go to school. I still wanted to open a hotel and a restaurant. So, when I got to college, I realized majoring in music wasn't for me. But I still had in the back of my mind, even after those four years, that I wanted to uh, start my business. So I ended up getting into the business. I changed my major from music to business, right? So throughout time, I focused on business. I never once attempted, 
Because, I mean, a hotel and a restaurant, that's a lot of money. You know, if I would have done my research, I probably would have gone to University of Houston. Because University of Houston has hotel has a hotel and restaurant um, major uh, program, curriculum. So, I go to Prairie View, and I end up majoring. I flunked out my freshman year. I changed my major from music to business. And I started getting this business knowledge, this business acumen, to a certain degree. But, over time... I acquired knowledge about business from being at Prairie View because Prairie View, for the most part, taught us in some way to be entrepreneurs. When I was my, when I graduated high school, I went to the, um, I went to summer school and I was in the access program. And my mother and father would bring me two, three hundred, four hundred dollars worth of food. I was selling cereal and milk. <laughs> I was selling hot dogs. I was selling Frito pies. I was selling I was selling everything. Right, I knew then I was an entrepreneur. So, again, I tried to harness all this knowledge and all this want to into one specific lane. That lane being, let's 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 work on entrepreneurship. You know, let's work on trying to own a business. So I got the knowledge, and I learned some things. And two thousand six, I met Tayo. And I met the uh, in two thousand seven spring two thousand seven. I met Roderick. Right, myself, Roderick and Tayo. Roderick and Tayo were rappers. Tayo actually also was uh, in the production as well, engineering, all that type of stuff. So because I was in business and I love music, Roderick could write and free, uh, rap. Yo, let's start a record label. Boom, that was the first wave of me getting off into business. So I took one lane, which was music, merged it. I took one creek, which was music, merged it with another creek, which was business. And now we have formed a river, real live entertainment. Still with the idea in mind of starting my hotel and restaurant. I still was flowing. Now, this bayou, we're going to call this one the bayou. <laughs> this bayou was flowing slowly, right? Because for the most part, bayous tend to flow slowly. This bayou was moving slowly. So, while the music started picking up and gaining steam, you know, then... A modeling agency came. Then the opportunity of a magazine came. So now we this 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 these these different lanes are starting to merge, and we starting to pick up some steam now. You know, so now we have to build a bigger bayou, a bigger canal, right? So then, why am I saying all this? Because it's gonna lead to a ocean. Just ride with me. So then, round about 2010, 2011, then, we mer- then I merged myself and Tayo became business partners uh, for the real life entertainment. Then I started looking at television and film, motion pictures. So with that being said, now we are now, we have now expanded more. 
Again, why am I saying all this? Because these creeks are forming a nice sized river now. We now turn into the Nile River, right? So then clothing, apparel came into play. Then uh, commercials came into play. Advertising came, the marketing came, came into play. So all of these creeks is getting establishing the lane once again people you must before you decide you're going into business you must establish where you're going you can do several things at one time or you can do several things period but you must decide what you are going to do and how are you going to navigate in that field now over in the bayou that's going slow I then learned about franchising. I started doing research on on franchising. Then I started doing research on the locations. So how can what what good? How could I bring a TGI Fridays or a Blaze Pizza or a whatever type of other food situation that kids would like? You know, how can we get this to a black? I mean, to a college, right? So now, this river, this cut, this, this, this bayou that was flowing slowly is starting to pick up some steam now. So then we start looking into restaurants and we start looking into hotels, our own, buying into franchises. They all went hand in hand. Now, then I started making my own skincare products. Again, everything going hand in hand. You might say, well, how does that go hand in hand with a hotel? Well, it does. It does because I make my own product. I can put my product in my hotel. I can make a deal with, I can cut a deal with, let's say I decide I want to uh, buy into IHG, which is um, a Holiday Inn. I might want to buy in a Holiday Inn, but I cut them a deal saying, yo, you must put in, you must allow me to put my skincare products, shampoo, lotion, body wash, soaps in every regional hotel in my area and then be able to expand into Bilga. Now we're brokering big deals, right? So building a retail store, the real life need merch, real life need merchandise. So with that being said, now the um, skincare need a home since I don't want to sell to H-E-B, a local uh, Texas, uh, a local Texas um, grocery store. I don't want to sell to these stores. So now I got to build my own luxury store because my products are luxury products. So now we're into the real estate world. I mean, into the um, retail world. So it, it was a matter of finding what I wanted to do Getting into this lane and allowing these different lanes to merge to form one mega highway or to form one mega river. And then that river would then in turn open out into a big ocean. See, we must find what we want to do and organize it properly. Because once you do that, now you have a clearer sight on how you can maneuver in this entrepreneur, in, the, in this business world. See, anybody can start a business. This is factual. Everybody cannot operate and maintain a business. This is also unfortunate yet factual.
So what do we do? Many people told us, you focus on one thing, do it well. And then later on, you do something else. It's 2019. You can do a lot of things at one time. I have t-shirts that I'm designing right now. Well, I have apparel that I'm designing right now. I have a podcast that I'm grateful that you all are listening to. And also, I'm working on my clothing store and my skincare company. That's four different opportunities at one time. But everything goes hand in hand. We must obtain as much knowledge as we can about whatever whatever field that we're looking to delve into. Because this is the time of information. Information is everywhere. Information is everywhere. It's plentiful. But you also, too, have to pay attention to the, re- to the source from which the resources are coming. From the information that's coming. Just because one person is successful at a thing doesn't mean it's going to work for you. What failed one person might be the thing that put you over the top. You have to be You have to be open to hearing every objective, every side, but you must decipher as a business owner, you must decipher what information that you that you take away from that or what information that you uh, deal with. I was just talking to a young man. I mentor and shout out to to the young brother, Dominique. Dom learned about an individual. He asked me about it. I gave him my spiel on it and I said Certain things I agree with, other things I don't agree with. You have to decipher which ones you decide that you want to agree with, which points that you want to agree with, you know. Um, And another thing, investing. And I'm going to get to that in a split second. I'll be right back. Night vibe, yeah. You want real talk of real life, but go ahead on over, baby, to the to the other side of the penthouse, man. It's real live after dark with your boy, Mr. Real Live, and your girl, Chai T, baby. Hey, man, we doing everything sexy, beautiful, and everything in between. So if you are looking for that real time, that real good time. Come to Real Live After Dark with Mr. Real Live and Chai over in the penthouse suite, baby. Real Live, though. And we're back. Pardon me. <laughs> I mean, pineapples right now. Investing. Making sound investments is a skill, borderline art form. Why? Because investing is like gambling. You can ride the, you can ride away for a while, but at some point it may crash. But, like I said in the previous um, in the previous segment, 
You have to be keen. You have to understand what game you are playing. There are several stocks. There are several ways to invest. There are several stocks that you can invest in. I mean, there are stocks, bonds, ETFs, mutual funds, uh, currencies, um, commodities, futures. You know, it's several. It's several different ways and now means of investing. You had the traditional banks. You had the traditional investment brokers. Uh, you had the, uh, the traditional, um, you know, pr uh, Prudential, Merrill Lynch, um, TD Ameritrade, um, uh, Charles Schwab. You had all these investment, uh, these these investment bankers, but now. You have places like E-Trade. You have places like uh, Acorns. You have places, apps like Robinhood that help you to invest and you can trade for cheap, if not free. And some of these, excuse me, pardon me, and some of these apps, you don't have to have a minimum uh, investment uh, investing uh, number. You could probably invest off of a handful of dollars and probably trade penny stocks. You know, again, you got to do research. I'm still doing research on the stock market personally, you know. So said all that to say, I really want black men to really, really, really learn about the stock market. Because as we gain more knowledge in the stock market, that is going to open up more ways to uh, generate wealth. See, a lot of us in the hood, we talk about, you know, uh, I got to make my money grow. I want to get money while I'm sleeping, yada, yada, yada. But you want to invest in the stock market, right? Oh, yeah, man, I, I got to get that. Man, I got to get to the bay. You got to get to the bay, but you don't even have a bank account, you know? Man, if I put my money in the bank, then you, yeah, people will find it, but... Don't do nothing where they can find it. You feel me? So, again, if you can get a hold to a seed, tell you about a seed. In the Bible, God say if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. Okay, look at it like this. If you had enough money to purchase a seed, you can turn that apple seed into an orchard. You can turn that apple seed into apple cider vinegar. You can turn that apple seed into apple vodka. You can turn that apple seed into whatever you want it to look like. Because why? Because all you need is a seed to start. Plant the seed, man. If you can't go to uh, uh, um, uh, Fidelity to invest, but yet you can invest, start working with uh, Robinhood or Acorns, start there. You might want that Microsoft stock or that Alphabet stock or that Google stock. It's heavy. But you don't have a thousand dollars to invest, and that's just off of one share. One share can do you good, but multiple shares can put you over the top. 
Now, let's say, for instance, I spoke about this in one of my first podcasts about men um, put, put, putting forth the effort with their ladies, right? And I say, man, you can invest in penny. If you a weed boy, if you a dope boy, and you like, and you like weed, or you like the vape pen or whatever the case may be, invest in a cannabis stock. There are cheap cannabis stocks that are doing nice numbers. I have four different platforms. Well, I have three different platforms, and I have three different watch lists. Okay, Microsoft, uh, Money, Yahoo Money, and Bloomberg. I watch four different uh, watch lists because the fourth one is all cannabis stocks. There are some nice, cheap cannabis stocks that are doing numbers. Get a thousand shares of a, uh, of a stock that's doing that you can get for four dollars a share. We talking about something here, right? When you watch these trends and you see that okay, they're going up, they're steady, they're up and down, they're going down. The peak was low, the peak is high right here. So by why it's high, I'm gonna buy low. And sell high. Right? If you do that, you can win. Now, you might say, well, how does the stock market work? The stock market works off of gains and highs and lows, ups and downs, peaks and valleys. Right? If you purchase a stock, you have 10,000 shares in a stock. And that stock is riding high, you ride that thing. If you feel, If you see your stock is dropping... You can do one or two things. You can sell some of your shares so that the so that if it crashes, it won't hit you hard. Or you can hold true. Okay. Or you can buy more shares. Who knows? If that stock drop and it drop fast, it plummet, you're gonna lose. If it steadily declines, you can sell and then reinvest somewhere else. If it drops to an all-time low, you might as well just hold on. Because as you done lost money, don't get me wrong, you lost money, but it's going to always rebound. If Enron would have stayed in business, Enron could have rebounded. Think about if Enron would have stayed in business right now. <laughs> Think about if Enron, if Enron would have stayed in business. They would probably be booming because there is no, no type of uh, technology app that's down right now, you know. So, again, it is it's not Lady Luck, but it's close to Lady Luck. It's not the lottery. It's not gambling, but it's very, very close to gambling, you know. A lot of people gonna want to go after Anheuser Busch. They're wanna gonna they're gonna want to go after IBM and, and Apple and Google and McDonald's and well, well, well McDonald's and Walmart might actually be good stocks. They're not too expensive. <laughs> they're not too expensive. But some of these oil and gas, you might want to get off into the oil and gas. Get you a watch list. Put you some um stock some some ticker some stock um some stocks together on a watch list, and and do what it says. Watch them. See how they go up and down. You know, 
Watch them day by day. Get you a Wall Street Journal. Get you a USA Today. Get go get on Bloomberg. Get on Fox Business. We might not like Fox News, but hey, we like Fox Business. Okay. All right. <laughs> get on these platforms. Look and see what you have going on. Because I had, I used to have uh, Rotors, Rooters, I believe it was called. Uh, I have, I do currently have Bloomberg. Like I said, Microsoft. I mean, um, uh, MSN, Money, uh, Yahoo Finance. Um, I did used to look at uh, um, Fox Business. Because why? Because. You follow everything, and this will tell you how to trade, when to trade. You need all the information. That is a lot of information to get. And again, this is just the basics. It's a lot that I still don't know. And sometimes I'm not interested enough. This sounds crazy. I'm not interested enough to really delve into it, but I know I need to. You know, I still need to understand why investing in mutual funds is good. I still need to understand why investing in bonds are good. You know, ETFs. What the hell is an ETF? Why do we need it? Should I invest in the Japanese yen? Should I invest in uh, some of the other currencies? Excuse me. Some of the other currencies in the world. Is it worth it? You know, follow some. Listen to some of these um financial the personal finance um podcasts or blogs or on youtube channels they are very very helpful this is how i'm still learning there are barnes and noble amazon get books man we must as men we must get as much money as we can damn it get to the bag you feel me you got to get to the bag because, fellas, these women are not going to deal with us too much longer if we can't get to the bag. We always talk about building the empire. We go build this thing up. We go start it from the bottom. Now we here. You know, we talking all in. But how the hell are we? Are we really maximizing our money? Are we really, really, really putting forth efforts to really grow the brand or to grow our wealth? And the answer for a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us is a resounding no. So what do we do? We get with like-minded individuals. Right. If you most again, most 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 of my listeners are black. You are a black man. Find other black men that are into the stock market, that are into investing, that are in that have knowledge of the business world. Get with them. You know, get together, go to a cigar bar, go to a spot and uh, have drinks, meet each other at Barnes and Noble. You know, go to the local sandwich shop or the lo local coffee shop. Mine is coming soon. Just be on the lookout for that. But that's neither another. Get together. Start a group. Start a um a Facebook group. Start a group chat. You know, don't be afraid to network. You can network for more than just starting business. You can network for uh obtaining knowledge, for learning about uh stocks, for reading. You know, what's a good, how can I build my personal library? You know, what business books do I need to look into? What investing books do I need to look into? Who do I need to follow? You know, uh, what's my man named Warren Buffett? A lot of people tend to talk about Warren Buffett because Warren Buffett is a rich man. Okay, he he jumped down in the, in the uh, stock market. 
I listened to uh, some uh, a commentator that said Warren Buffett. He held on to Brookshire Hathaway, if I remember correctly. It was either Brookshire Hathaway or Lockheed Martin, but I think it was Brookshire Hathaway. And when everyone was jumping off the bandwagon, he had a lot of thousand shares. <laughs> he stuck to it. The stock kept going lower and lower and lower. He stuck to it. It went lower and lower and lower. He stuck to it. He could have sold cheap. He would have lost money, but he could have sold cheap. But he held. That stock market started, that stock started to uh, incline. It started to rise. And it kept rising. And it kept rising. And it kept rising. The man that, that helped him to become a billionaire. That is what intrigued me about the stock market. The guys, when my father started at Chevron, at Guff, at the old Guff, on the west in Port Arthur, a lot of the white guys taught him about the stock market, right? A lot of black men at that time knew of the stock market, but did not know how to operate in the stock market. So, I said that to say, because he, because he was willing to listen and have someone to mentor him, he got into the stock market and he was able to buy several shares of his own company stock. And it, and it benefited him. It benefited him. So, again, you must, you must listen. You must, um, you must apply what you've heard. And just take a step out in faith, man. Like, period. Because, yes, it could come easy. I'm not saying it won't come easy. It very well could come easy. But it may not. What are you going to do? What if your job, what if you get fired from your job or you get laid off from your job? You have to have another place. You have to have another source of income. And if the stock market is, if the stock market could possibly be that source of income, why not try it? You know, you took a risk going to your job. Why not take a risk in the stock market? Again, there are places where you can trade and not spend an abundance of money, but you can still obtain an abundance of money. Right? So, why did I say all this? I said all this because, fellas, it is time for us to wake up. Women are becoming the breadwinners. Women are not putting up with us not having nothing. So, in the next segment, we will... Get off into real estate investing. And what does that mean? Will you be a real estate broker or will you be a real estate investor? After this message, we will be right back. Gentlemen, are you having trouble with an untamable beard? Maybe your beard is itchy. Perhaps your hair is itchy. Or maybe you have eczema, psoriasis, or just dry oily skin. Well, we have for you, and we are proud to present, Gentleman Essentials. Gentleman Essentials is a skincare brand from the Elements of Style Fashion House. Gentleman Essentials specializes in men's grooming and men's hygiene. 
If you or any gentleman that you may know suffer with itchy skin, dry scalp, or patchy beard perhaps, please email gentlemanessential at gmail.com. Again, that is gentlemanessential at gmail.com. Aye, man, I'm back like I never left, you heard me? Uh, yo, first of all, I have to say this. We need to eat more fruit. We need to eat more. We need to eat a cleaner, healthier, um, whole food, plant-based diet. Because the human body was made to repair itself. If you ever notice, a, a, a animal... When an animal breaks its leg, it might be in pain, but they don't ever have to wear a splint until they deal with humans. Most animals that are out in the wild are grass-fed. They're grass-fed. They eat off the land. If you look at a plant, you could tear a leaf off a plant. You could tear. You can. You can break a branch off a tree, but it will grow back. We need to eat off the land because that can happen for us. All of these diseases are man-made. So, why am I saying that in this? I'm saying that because this is a PSA. Yo, eat more fruit. Eat more vegetables. Eat from the land and allow the land to... Pardon me. Allow the land to rebuild you, to make you whole, and to begin again. Now, why... Why did I say all that about the land? Here we go. Real estate investing. Real estate investing is another very lucrative opportunity, a very lucrative way of obtaining money. I live in the great state of Texas, right? Land is plentiful here. Land is plentiful here. I'm in southeast Texas. There's... <laughs> There's water here. It's all here, allegedly. I don't know if it's tapped out or not, but I mean, they got to be here because they keep on expanding. Um, there's flat land. There's hill land. There's <laughs> there's dry land. There's cold land, subtropical. But land is everywhere, and it is available everywhere. Now, pardon me. I said that to say, um, a relative of mine, right now, this man is on a rampage. This man buying up so much daggone land. Like, listen, Linda, he's inspiring me to legit find land and purchase it. You know, um, I am in the prices. Of dealing with some of my friends. And I'm looking to buy land around a lot of the historically black colleges. Why? Because it's smart. HBCUs are gaining numbers at a record rate. Mine included. Right? If we, as black people, reinvest in ourselves. Here's what we can do. We can build housing for our students. But don't cook, man. <laughs> Let me not speak on Bethune. Prairie View. I love Prairie View. 
Perfect has a housing problem. They built new dorms. They built real new dorms. Nice dorms. I went by the University Square. It's beautiful. You hear me? It's beautiful. But, allegedly, from what I've heard, the PV Square, or the University Square, whatever it's called, is supposed to be the best, um, the best on-campus living arrangement that students can live in. But, it's across from the freshman dorms, or from the freshman housing quarters. And so, from what I've been seeing on Twitter and on uh, YouTube, that the administrators are going to start placing freshman students in the square. That is stupid. <laughs> We talk about gentrification in the city. Taking all the hoods, putting multi-use or mixed income properties in the hood where a lot of homeowners were. You know. But you are putting freshmen in dorms or in apartments with upperclassmen? That's not cool. When I was in, when I was at Prairie View, in the early two thousands to mid two thousands, that was that was the UC. There was phase one and two, and there was the um, phase three. The way we viewed it, UC was UC. Uh, phase one and two was the project. Phase three was the suburb. As I was leaving, they were building what they call Phase 3 Northwest, which, the, which was directly next to uh, Phase 3. Then when I left, they didn't build. <laughs> well, before I left, um, they added two dorm, two freshman buildings to the UC. But they have then, per they have then uh, built the um, University Square and they built dorms for um, graduate students. Which are very nice from what I've seen, uh, from what I've seen as well. So, where does all this come in with investing, with, with real estate investment? Okay, talking to Dom, which is Dominique, who I mentioned before. We have always talked about buying real estate, buying land closer to Purview, and just in general, so that we can rebuild the university. Right? We can put dorms in the on on campus. We can build apartments, or we can build homes, build neighborhoods, build subdivisions, duplexes. Uh, you know, you have to have land. I heard a minister say, you are not, excuse me, you are not a man if you don't own land. Let this set in. You are not a man if you don't own land. Now, he's not saying that because you don't own land, you're not a man. No. Every man should have plots of land, should have large acreages of land, so that either you can flip it and go higher, you can name your price when business comes, or you can just simply sit on it and have some for your children to use so that when they get older and that they, when they are able to, um, when they are mature enough, you can, or, you or you die, you can pass it down to your children. And then they can use it as an asset. Whether they want to build on it, sell it, whatever. Right? 
the beauty of land and property with land. Land does not depreciate. It will not lose value. It can only gain value. It can only stay the same or gain value. So, people talk about reparations. 40 acres and a mule. When I was younger, I heard that. Damn the mule. Give me the 40 acres. At the time, I didn't know 40 acres was so big when I was younger, mind you. Now that I'm older, I see that if you had if I if you were to give me 40 acres right now, I could build neighborhoods, I can build business, and I can still have land uh veg to grow um to grow food on. Now I understand why they didn't give black people land. You give black people land, black people are already good at uh, farming. Most of your black colleges have something to do with agriculture. <laughs> so if you teach you teach a man to you teach a man to plant or grow or harvest or 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 feed animals or cattle, the land is gonna bless them too. They are gonna bless the people. So I see why they kept it from them. They might not have known how to read and write, but they knew how to take care of the land. That would then make them great. That's a whole nother conversation in and of itself. So, again, why are we bringing this up? If we invest in the land, we can now build the business that we talk about. We can now offer the jobs that we speak of. Plus, we can put people in homes. You know, dormitories are almost no different than projects. <laughs> in a roundabout way. But that's a whole other story. Right. Just think if we had the opportunity as men to if we had the opportunity as men to provide housing for our family. Man, how major would that be? Right. If we had the opportunity to build business on our land. How major would that be? You now have your dignity. You have a sense of pride. You have your manhood. I guarantee you, if more people own land, and if more people can live off of their land, crime would be down. Stealing would be down. Thievery would be down. If y'all hear paper rustling in the background, I apologize. But... My uncle, really man has a broad plan. Very, very doable. Very doable. Very lucrative. If more people had a vision like that, the world would be a totally different place. Right? We must see how the land could benefit us. If we see how the land could benefit us, more people are trying to buy land. Land here in Texas, I've seen a tract of land, 500 acres for less than a million. <laughs> Let that sink in. 500, I'm sorry, 500,000 acres. A half a million acres for less than a million dollars. That is so major. And it's just dear leases on it.
You got me, and, and maybe like a nice, a nice ranch house and a couple of troughs for people who want to come, you know, and and deer leases and people who want to come shoot animals, right? If I had, if I had five hundred thousand acres, baby, me and whoever my wife is, baby, we we rich. We rich, rich. You hear me? Because you can set it, you can lease it for deer leasing. I mean, for hunting season. Oh, excuse me. You could grow vegetables and rice and beans and everything. You grow food. You could turn all of that into a farmer's market. You might have all London. So that's go quadruply, drupal, you know, in value. Right? We have to, again, we have to take every resource that we can and utilize it. Fellas, when you see your wife dealing with people who are purchasing land, you need to inquire, how can we get some? If you have children, you need to figure out, how can we get our hands on the land? Even again, even if you get an acre, one acre, and grow plants on it, period, you can do that. And you take the money that you get, you recoup the money that you spent, flip that, and then grow it and get another. Then you can go from one acre to ten acres. Do you know what you can do with 10 acres? 40 acres in a mule, right? If I had 40 acres in a prayer view, better yet, if I had 40 acres in uh, Lorman, Mississippi area, I could totally build a whole freaking apartment complex on 40 acres. Let that set in. What is, what is, how much is it rented to your apartment cost? You got a nice apartment. The rent at your apartment costs eighty dollars. I mean, I'm sorry, eight thousand. I mean, eight hundred dollars a month. Think about how much that is. Eight thousand, eight hundred. I mean, eight yeah, eight eight hundred a month for twelve months. Think about the twenty or thirty other people that's paying the same amount. Then think about the other people that's paying more than that. You can pay for all that. You can pay all that out. And with an apartment, shoot, all you got to have to do is have somebody work it, do your leasing, um, and, and your maintenance. And you good. You ain't got to pay that much money. <laughs> apartment is very lucrative. Like, truth be told, me and my cousin might have to take a... Me and, the, me and my group, I'm, I think I'm going to come up with a real estate group. We're taking a trip to all historically black institutions. Because every historically black institution need housing. Period. Each one of them. Now, one HBCU this year did not have some form of housing problem. Big college or small college. Plus, with the project I'm working on, I have to go and check these schools out. So, with me going to check the schools out already, I get to see all this. I have friends at 
um, Bethune. I have friends at Alcorn. I have a friend that went to Jackson. I have a re- I have relatives that have gone to Southern. You know, uh, uh, um, the friend that Bethune can also go to Fam. You know, I have a friend at Norfolk. I have people I could contact at Hampton. You know, Howard. So it's like, yo, the resources are there. But we have to see a vision of if this is what we're going to do, how can we maximize this and turn this little five acres of land? How can we turn five acres of land into 500? Because it's doable. It's doable. And I made a mistake. Earlier, I said 500,000 acres. I meant to say 500 acres of land. Pardon me. My bad. (laughs) So... Again, we have the resources to generate generational wealth and work very little. Hard work doesn't make you a millionaire. Work make you a millionaire. Effort make you a billionaire. Everybody talk about timing. This is the timing. So, Fellas, this is part one of a series that I'm going to do about entrepreneurship, investing, and um, real estate. Be on the lookout, man. It's real talk with real life. This was for my men tonight, man. This was for my gentlemen. Fellas, kings, man, I believe in y'all, man. I believe in y'all. Y'all need to believe in y'all selves. Stop being scared. You feel me? If you have a vision and you see a vision, put the vision on tablets. Make it plain. God said in the Bible, if young men dream dreams and old men dream, see visions. We must dream dreams and we must see visions. But in seeing these dreams and visualizing these visions, we must put up, we must apply this to our everyday life. Our women and our children are dependent on us. Let's not give, let's not become statistics. Let's not do it. Let's eat healthy, let's invest, let's exercise, let's love, man. Let's get back to loving, man. This is about the men tonight. Fellas, this for you. The next few weeks is for us. You feel me? Yo, it's your boy, Real. It's your boy, Mr. Real Life. This Real Talk with Real Life. Penthouse we.